innovation, integrity, teamwork, commitment, compassion, and respect. These are the values of Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Here's another episode in our podcast series, Cancer Talk with Bill Klaproth. Simple surgery remains the primary treatment for most types of skin cancer, but a new immunotherapy combination treatment is showing promise. Here to talk with us about new combination treatment for advanced melanoma is Dr. Igor Puzinov, Chief of Melanoma, Director of the Early Phase Clinical Trials Program at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Dr. Puzinov, thank you for your time. At what point does simple surgery not work for skin cancer? Well, that's a loaded question because if you <laughs> uh, consider the adjuvant therapy as well, i.e. therapy for microscopic disease, which is uh, left behind at the later stages of melanoma, I would say Probably from late stage two, definitely in stage three, and you know for sure in stage four, because even patients with uh, deep ulcerated melanoma stage two C, stage three, which means lymph nodes involved, you know they do have high risk of uh, recurrence of their melanoma spread, metastatic disease, and death. So actually, systemic therapy is recommended in those patients as well, even with invisible cancer. And uh, of course, stage four patients they do have visible cancer. And unless you can remove all the metastases in some limited cases, you will need systemic therapy. So when you talk about systemic therapy, is that immunotherapy? Uh, systemic therapy can be immunotherapy, but also can be targeted therapy, targeted to a certain mutations we know are uh, present in uh, melanoma, such as BRAF mutation or uh, CKIT, CKIT mutation, or... Um, you know, other mutations as well, which are, you know, these uh, are under development. But, uh, you know, I, would, I wouldn't I would want to leave our listeners with the idea that immunotherapy is the only treatment for melanoma, actually. The BRF-targeted uh, therapy is well-established as well. So when do you use immunotherapy? Who is a good candidate for that? So for immunotherapy, you know, right now, good candidate is uh, patients with unresectable, you know, stage four uh, melanoma, and also patients whose tumors have been removed, i.e., stage three melanoma patients, you know, all visible tumor removed, where we try to prevent recurrence. And so, why is immunotherapy so effective for metastatic melanoma? It is actually, you know, effective both for metastatic and as an adjuvant therapy. We now know that because there were like several trials reported recently. So basically immunotherapy in general is effective to kill melanoma. Melanoma actually harbors a lot of uh, genetic changes we call mutations. And it seems like, you know, the uh, more complicated, more uglier, you know, the tumor looks like. Uh, actually, our immune system, you know, once you break the the tumor protection has easier time to clear it up. You know, the uh, in the old days, you know, the patients with these uglier tumors, you know, died earlier. But now that we actually have the immunotherapy, those patients respond better because you have uh, more targets so uh, to see for your immune system to kill the cancer. You just have to break the tumor uh, defenses. So let's talk about the clinical trial. And can you talk to us about MasterKey 265? It's a, 
It's a it's it's a first oncolytic virus called uh, Talimogen Laherpar Vec Tvec, um, win combination with uh, pembrolizumab, you know, Keytruda, which is known as the drug, you know, which helped uh, former President Carter. And uh, it's a phase three clinical trial, you know, of course, started as the phase one. And it's a simple idea. You combine oncolytic virus, which is injected to some of the tumors, doesn't have to be all the tumors. And uh, you prime the immune system. And then you actually come with Keytruda to kind of seal the deal. And uh, we now know it was published in uh, one of the best scientific journals in the world called Cell. Uh, last year, that uh, when you combine Keytruda with uh, the TVAC, you know, with the virus, you know, injected, you actually uh, have about 65% of patients who will have shrinkage of their tumors, and uh, most of these uh, shrinkages are ongoing, most of these responses. So that's a phase 1B, that's like first 20 patients, but then you have like several hundred patients now randomized, you know, to either Keytruda alone or Keytruda with the oncolytic virus, and this is the trial you just mentioned. You know, we are awaiting, you know, its closure, and then we are awaiting its uh, results because if they turn out to be positive, i.e. the combination better than Keytruda alone, then obviously it will be a win for uh, our patients and for everybody. So this is very exciting. So why is this so promising to you? Well, you know, it is promising because, you know, there is a percentage of patients where the immune uh, therapy, you know, what we call the checkpoint inhibitor, such as Obdivo Keytruda, you know, people know from TV ads and, 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 and literature, um, where they don't work because they actually don't work if you do not have your immune cells ready to kill in the tumor. You know, think about Keytruda and Obdivo as a, a, a break on a break. Uh, well, if there is no car, well, there is no brake on a brake helping you because uh, if you have empty tumor, which is invisible to your uh, immune system, that tumor is growing, killing you slowly, yet your immune system is oblivious and is not sending any cells, any lymphocytes to kill that tumor. If there are no lymphocytes in that tumor, you know, your Keytruda cannot work because it's uh, trying to you know, improve killing of the lymphocytes, but there are no lymphocytes. So the TVEC actually drives the lymphocytes into the tumor. It gets them there. It inflames the tumor. You know, these cells get in there. And now, actually, the uh, Keytruda can help break the spell because there are some soldiers ready to kill. So this is the exciting part. You know, this is really what we need to do for uh, all of the tumors. You know, get the immune system, you know, in and then make it kill. Because if you can do that, you can cure people potentially. So that's kind of the one-two punch then of this new combination treatment. That is right. You need both because if you use TVEC alone, it does have effect, you know, and we published that in Journal of Clinical Immunology, uh, Oncology in 2016, but it actually helps mostly patients with uh, kind of a lower burden of their disease, you know, kind of earlier stages, 3B, 3C, lymph nodes involved, skin involved, you know, some lung involvement, you know, but not necessarily when the cancer spreads into the bones, you know, liver, multiple organs, you know, that is too much to ask for simple injection, you know, into the tumor. But once you add Keytruda, well, you have best of both worlds. You prime the system, you prime the pump, so to speak, 
and then you bring in the big gun and uh, and we can help more patients. But mind you, it's still not 100%. We still have ways to go. So I'm just thinking of the process as you talk about this. How does the immunotherapy process work, this new combination? Are, is it two injections, or how does the patient go through the treatment process? So the, the PVAC is actually... Um, a, a, a modified virus, you know, herpes simplex virus, which was modified, so it cannot infect, you know, the whole body. It can only multiply in the tumor. It's weakened. And you have to inject it, you know, with a needle into some of the patient's tumors. So they have to be somehow accessible. And, of course, accessibility, you know, can mean it's on the skin. It can be deeper. You can even use ultrasound, you know, if you have that skill. You can use ultrasound and you can inject, you know, deeper lesions. And that's kind of the TVEC part. You know, it is given every two weeks. And then Keytruda is given in a vein. It's a simple infusion, like everybody is knowledgeable about getting infusion of fluid. You know, this is an infusion of fluid with uh, the antibody called uh, Keytruda in it. So Keytruda is a standard, very easy to give. You know, TVEC, you have to be skilled in injections and you have to have certain precautions because it's modified, uh, genetically modified virus. It actually also produces... Uh, uh, the immune system stimulation through something called GMCSF, so it's like making itself visible once injected into tumor. And you have to follow rules, you know, how to dispose of it, how to inject it, you know, and uh, and, uh, and and go through the training. So, you know, TVEC injections are typically done in uh, more specialized centers, uh, which see more of these patients and have volume enough to develop the expertise because also it's stored in minus 80 degrees Celsius tanks. And, you know, there are, there are a few logistical issues, you know, one has to, you know, be able to work out. But, uh, you know, once you know how to do it, it's very easy. I do it myself. And, uh, you know, we recently actually did a video which is available on our roswellpark.org uh, webpage, you know, where you can see me injecting one of my patients and, uh, and talking through the process there. So it is not very difficult. If I can do it, anybody can do it with the proper training. Dr. Puzanov, should people locally or regionally ask about being included in this trial? In general, I think it's a very good idea if you get cancer to, number one, think about clinical trials because that may be actually available you know, only before you even started any treatment. And uh, there may be clinical trials out there these days which are very effective and can be alternative to standard of care therapy. And one other thing to think about clinical trials is that uh, it's like additional gun. If you have three guns, you know, as a standard of care, and there are two more trials you can sneak in for the patients, well, that's five guns, and five guns is always better than three guns, or more bullets is better than less bullets. <laughs> so I always tell the patient, before you jump, before you do anything, you know, see if you have at least a little bit of time, you know, one, two weeks, you know, get a consultation at the Comprehensive Cancer Center, you know, kind of see what's available, you know, either locally or even regionally, depends on how people can travel and, you know, also how, how aggressive the cancer is and everything. But, you know, before you jump, you know, educate yourself because truth to be told, you know, a little bit of delay it really doesn't change the outcome of the cancer. You know, two weeks here, two weeks there, don't change anything. If it's going to work, it's going to work. But once you start certain treatment, you may realize I am not eligible for something I would have liked to try, but now I already had my treatment. 
and I cannot. So I think it's a good idea to actually ask about clinical trials before you commit to a treatment and get like a second opinion, quick second opinion, uh, to actually uh, understand the situation, what's available uh, from the um, you know, usual sources, standard of care, what is available through more uh, research sources, and how to put all of it together. As always, you're a wealth of knowledge, Dr. Puzanov, and thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. For more information, visit roswellpark.org. Just go to roswellpark.org. You're listening to Cancer Talk with Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.